there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Loring Live, our folklore podcast, where we tell you the history and stories of different legends and lore from around the world. And I guess it's fair to say that today is our first live episode, so that's pretty, pretty dope, pretty exciting, cool stuff kids yeah we uh we hope you guys enjoy it hopefully they're not always so late at night so that more people can view in the future but until we're able to do this full time here we are (laughs) yeah so if you want to support us go to our patreon (laughs) yeah early uh early start early 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 promotion oh and this is so bright i'm also on a different my computer's behind me. I'm on my boyfriend's computer, and God, is it bright up in here. <laughs> wow, how do I do this? <laughs> Looking good. Oh my goodness, I, I feel so sparkly <laughs> and shiny. I I can't even. I guess this is my life now. It's fine. It's Everything what it is. is We're live, baby. We're live. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, speaking of live, Ryan... Do you want to tell me what you found, oh, Lorraine, this week? Uh, besides it being, besides our live stream, um, yeah, um, I'm just happy that it's 2022. Like, we made it through another year. We're really yep. out here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't know what else to say besides I'm really excited for the new year. It's off to a great start already. Um, uh-huh. I moved into a different house it's a little bigger so i got all sorts of my bedroom smaller as you may be able to see in the background but everything else is bigger so it's great it's all coming together now. yeah oh and because this is our live stream what's the live stream if i have an error hey there's a little error yeah i see that but we're just gonna (laughs) we're just gonna ride on through because it says our stream's healthy um on my end so and we're recording so if this isn't working then you know hey everything looks I'm, good I'm, on the uh on the little preview window so perfect yeah I'll, I'll accept that i'll accept that fate well <laughs> let me tell you my alluring thing um i got a cricket which is like a cricket to a crafter is like 
coffee to a single mother doing her best. Like, you just yeah. need it in your life. Uh-huh. And I, <laughs> I'm very excited. So we're going to definitely be doing more sticker stuff. Um, that's what I got for Christmas. I even got, like, a heat press thing from the Cricut. Oh. So I can make shirts now, which is really cool. So I'm very excited about that. So we're that. not going to have to drop ship in the near future is what you're saying? <sighs> if <laughs> one day, I would love to not drop ship. You guys, we drop ship because if you didn't know, <laughs> if whoever doesn't know, this show is just Ryan and I. It's just Like, us. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> like, blessed my, like, dad helped make the intro music and we had Ryan's friend Alex help us out get some audio set up at the very beginning and even Eggers helped <laughs> me constantly with feedback throughout the yeah. show but this is just Ryan and us we work full-time so it's whatever time we get and I don't have time to also print and hand make all the merch I want us to have <laughs> so until the day this is our job i will continue to use drop drop ship as much as it kills me a little inside because i want you guys to still have nice cool stuff even if we're only making like a dollar from it yeah. it's worth it in my heart because then you get cool things so that's fine <laughs> it's fine and you know what i'm trying to think of a good transition it's fine yeah everything's uh, fine i fixed the issue by the way Oh, cool. <laughs> we were trying to, uh, <laughs> Riverside was still, uh, trying to live stream to YouTube as well. So, <laughs> so they were both trying to live stream at the same time. But it's okay. I think we're good. Um, Riverside's like, honey, listen. Yeah, <laughs> listen, oh, I can do this. And I it's think like, the stream cut out. No, you can't. Nope, it's there. Never mind. We're good. Oh, we're okay. good. This is we're great. Good. It's hey. there. Cool. Um, speaking um, of uh, someone dying, um, yeah, that's uh, the best transition. Yeah, let's let's get to this week's episode. Um, cute, ow, cute campfire sounds. Dog, how's it going? <laughs> I love that I can hear Pablo. So this All is right. a short story. They were loud, yes loud, when they rode over the burial mound. They were fierce when they rode across the land. Shield yourself now, you can survive this strife. Out little spears, if there is one here within. It stood under limewood, under a light-colored, lightweight shield where those mighty women marshaled their powers and they send shrieking spears. What are we talking about? Oh, you guys, we got a good, we got a good legend for you today. Um, let me go to where my thing starts in the show notes because I was trying to figure out brightness and I could not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet the people listening to the podcast episode are very confused. We're on YouTube right now. So... Go check out our video if you like video stuff, because that's where this is happening, and that's where all this beautiful chaos is ensuing. Yeah. 
But this chaos isn't as beautiful as the creatures we are discussing today. So if you are looking for a woman that is beautiful, can fight, has a heroic heart, and is way out of your league, then look towards the heavens while on the battlefield. This warrior can be found soaring in the skies with large wings helping turn the tides of war as she either aids in the victory or the downfall of battle. And that will all depend on how fond she is over the people fighting. So, this week we will be discussing Valkyrie, a female warrior that derives from Norse, Norse mythology. This legend has been told orally for generations, but written accounts can date back to 1100 C. These warriors were quite popular to this day and may even be seen on the battlefield. Ooh. So, now it's your turn, Ryan. Take it away. Uh, so, I have a short little story about one of the most famous Valkyries, Brynhild, I believe also Broomhild. There's a couple ways to say it. Um, so, Brynhild, one of the servants of Odin, she angered the gods when she struck down the wrong king in battle. Big no-no if you're a Valkyrie. <laughs> um, okay. This suggests that the Vikings believed that as well as collecting the dead, the Valkyries at the behest of Odin, the god of war, could intervene and dictate the course of battles. As punishment for her actions, Odin condemned her to marry a mortal man. This highlights that the superhuman state of the Valkyries in their original mythology, that having to marry a mortal man would be considered a punishment, although perhaps it is a requirement to marry at all, that is the punishment for the fiercely independent Brunhild. I get that. I respect yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> so Brynhild accepted her punishment, but says she will only marry the bravest of men that, that knows no fear. She therefore imprisons herself on a mountain within a ring of fire, sleeping, and waits for the man brave enough to come and claim her. Wait a minute. Uh -huh. Sounding like a Disney movie, right? Yeah, I was like... <laughs> There's thing, hmm, okay, so sleep, literally Sleeping Beauty, yeah. right? Okay. Except like warrior, warrior Sleeping Beauty. Um, okay. The Sleeping Beauty we deserve. Yeah. No, the Sleeping Beauty we want, but we don't deserve. Yeah. Um, so the famous and brave warrior Sigurd, having killed, wait, did I skip something? No. So the famous and brave warrior Sigurd, having killed the dragon Fafnir, who was a part of this Ring of Fire, passed through the Ring of Fire and awakens the sleeping Brynhild, but this is no Disney fairy tale. The pair do not live ha happily ever after. Sigurd decided that he still has too much to do and leaves Brynhild there with the <laughs> promise to return. She says that she will wait for him and will only marry the man brave enough to pass through the fire. So he the kills a dragon, gets to the ring of fire, and is like, all right, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine you finally meet someone, you're like, he's done it. Yeah. Kills the dragon. He has gone, gone through all that. Mm -hmm. That is a bastard that likes the chase, but yeah. doesn't what? <laughs> <laughs> this is also the premise of Shrek, by the way, if you're wondering. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's all like coming together yeah. now. It's all making more sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, where was I? So while Sigurd was away, 
He is magically given amnesia and forgets all about Brynhild and finds himself engaged to another woman, Gundred. Yeah, who may also have been a Valkyrie. Nevertheless, Sigurd unwittingly returns the Ring of Fire for a second time. Unable to claim Brynhild for himself, he magically takes the face of his friend, Gunnar, who is too scared to pass through the fire, to win the Valkyrie. Brynhild, still in love with Sigurd, is unwilling to marry Gunnar, even though it's just Sigurd with Gunnar's face. But she must keep her word, so she travels to the castle of Gunnar, where she marries him, Sigurd and Gunnar have, having magically swapped faces again. Um, so when Brynhild learns of the deception, she seeks her vengeance and tricks her husband Gunnar into orchestrating the death of Sigurd. But her love for Sigurd remains, oh, sorry, means that this breaks her heart, and she decides to kill herself by joining Sigurd on his funeral pyre. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I, I got all sorts of, uh, so here we go. The story of Brynhild's vengeance, so this is after she threw herself on the funeral pyre. The story of Brynhild's okay. vengeance highlights both the jealous nature that is seen in the man's during the stories of the Valkyrie and their capacity to love. She's not only a Valkyrie that is described as dying. She is the only Valkyrie. Oh, not only. She is not the only Valkyrie, however, that has been described as dying of a broken heart. Um, so, and then a alternate version. According to some legends, the first time Brynhild and Sigurd met, before he lost his memory, they, they already made love. Which is why Brynhild was pregnant with their child, Aslog. Um... But unable to, to keep the child because, you know, she was still in a tower and she wanted to marry Gunnar. She gave away Aslog and then went on to marry Ragnar Lothbrook as the mother of Bjorn Ironside and Ivar the Boneless. Which, if you've seen any, like, Norse history, they're pretty famous. Um, it's a whole TV series about those guys. I was going to say, this is, like, one hell of a family reunion. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's all, I don't know, the, <laughs> I'm trying to think of where to start with yeah. how I feel about it, because it starts off great. I like the whole premise of, you know, I want wow. a man that is going to cross a fire yeah. pit mm -hmm. for me, because I'm a strong Powerful woman, and I want a strong, powerful man. Respect that. Yeah. Completely get that. That's obviously her type. She's top with a little bit of switch energy, and I respect that 100%. Yeah. But, like, it just, like, completely turns 180 for no reason. You know what Fair. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all of a sudden, he's just like, I have, I have done this. I have conquered this quest. I am here to marry you. And she's like, yes, you can marry me. And he's like, ah. Yeah, he looks He's like, ooh, look at the time. I gotta go. <laughs> He's like, oh, you want to marry Mary. Like, not just do the business. You you want yeah, to You want to like, actually do the business. So. Mm, yeah. I'm gonna head out. <laughs> I don't know. That's really interesting, though. Yeah. It's, I like how it makes them a little bit more human from then the parts I was looking at with the story, you know? Yeah. And uh, before we get back to the story, this is a quick little, um, it's technically a song, but we're going to read it as a poem. This is 
Oh. The battle song of the Valkyries. Okay. She rode a horse on through the sky, and all around the warriors cry, Das Valkyrie, Das Valkyrie. Takes the deed from battlefield, Der Valkyrie is beauty fair, Das wind doesn't blow through flowing hair. Das Valkyrie, Das Valkyrie, a shield is by your side, In Unti's day, in bloody war, Das Valkyrie comes through the moor. Das Valkyrie, Das Valkyrie, Valhalla is your place. Unun can run, Unun can hide from Valkyrie, come from dear sky. Das Valkyrie, Das Valkyrie, your sword cannot be stayed. Das Raven fly around your face. Your sword doesn't swing in Odin's grace. Das Valkyrie, Das Valkyrie, you chose among <coughs> the dead and warrior soon to Odin's side. Das Valkyrie, take for that ride to sit Valhalla to fight once more at Ragnarok, the final score. Oh Valkyrie, oh Valkyrie, I see you coming on. Which is a great transition to learning about what those Valkyries do exactly. Creating a website without the right tools and support is a lot like dealing with a group of wild jackalopes. At first, it doesn't seem too intimidating, but once you start, it becomes very overwhelming and you'll feel utterly defeated. But don't worry, because Bluehost knows its way around the wild, wild web and is here to help you on your website building journey. Bluehost has everything your website needs from startup to success, and they are there to help you every step of the way. Simply name your website, select a design template, and start building with the right hosting plan. Bluehost provides tons of ways to design your website, along with marketing tools, insightful analytics, and scalable growth. Y'all, I absolutely adore Bluehost because I was able to quickly design a website without having to mess around with a single line of code. Plus, they have hundreds of free and premium website themes to pick from, so it's easy to find one that suits your style and to create your very own website. And on top of all that, they have low monthly rates and a one-click WordPress installation with 24-7 support. With all their tools and support, you can just sit back, relax and listen to the wild jackalopes whistle some jolly old western tunes as you easily build a website that can hold its own on the wild wild web plus our listeners who sign up get a free domain name for the first year so what are you waiting for join bluehost today by going to our website alluring.com sponsors and clicking on our bluehost banner again Go to our website, alluring.com slash sponsors, and click on the Bluehost banner to start your website today. We're back. All right. And now it is, tis my turn of the story. So I want to start, of course, with the characteristics. So appearance-wise, Valkyrie come off as a poised and graceful these noble female warriors were known to have to be beautifully tall and have a defined physique and quote they were most commonly known to have lily white skin and hair that is gold as the sun or black as the night so they were very godly appearance wise and then with the sense of style they gave off more even more of a godly appearance and they had two different ways that they would dress. So one is during times of peace, they were found in elegant gowns made of swan or raven feathers. 
So they accessorized very well. And then during times of war, they would wear beautifully engraved helmets, shields, and chainmail corsets, all while riding into battle on a battle horse. Some legends even say that they had a feather cape or would sprout giant bird wings while soaring into the war zone. And last bit about the appearance of Valkyries is apparently their wings would show what rank they were. So lighter wings were higher ranked because of how loyal they were to Odin and darker wings were lower ranked due to how mischievous their behavior was. But Regardless if they were mischievous or followed Odin's bidding to a T, today all Valkyries are known to be highly intelligent, very wise, and righteous leaders. So that's a little bit about what they look visually like. And now I want to shift over to their abilities. So what is a beautiful, powerful woman without superpowers? Now, Valkyries have a lot of superpowers because they aren't allowed to fight on the battlefield, but they are allowed to use magic to intervene and change the tides of battle to how they see fit. So here is a list of some of the more popular abilities that they have. <laughs> they have, of course, superhuman strength, superhuman foresight. So there's legends where they would show up to battle a few days before and they would tell mortals what shit was going to go down. Um, three is they can make a delicious mead and this mead oh. is known to make men strong, improve their memory, or heal their wounds. Nice. So she can cook too. Yeah. Like this, <laughs> she, she's got her life together. Yeah, someone who could do both. <laughs> I can't do both, so kudos to her. <laughs> Woo! Um, and then fourth is they're known to provoke fights against mortals when they're bored. Mm -hmm. And the next one is they work on a magical body loom that determines the outcome of battle. Now, Ryan, what do you think a body loom is? <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea. Well, I know what I a hate... loom is. That's what you, you, it's like the, the sewing thing, right? Yeah. With like large, like blankets and stuff. Yes. <laughs> the body loom consists of, so it's exactly what it is, but it uses human body parts. So intestines for the thread, heads for the and swords what? <laughs> Riding a horse above the clouds. So that's all their cool, fun powers. <laughs> and I don't know. It's a lot to unpack. So just let that it sit a for a minute. <laughs> while, while that's sitting, hey, thanks for showing up, Andy, to our live stream. We're saying thanks because you're our first person and we appreciate you. <laughs> all right. So one, one thing that's interesting is like, so it says they can't use their magic to intervene, but they can change the tide of battles. So, so they can where, use magic like, to intervene, but they can't physically fight in the battle. Yeah. Well, because the whole Norse thing was like, your fate's already like kind of written, right? So, Correct. So it was like, so that's why like Brynhild got in trouble is because she actually went down and like killed the wrong guy, even though his fate wasn't supposed to be 
him dying. Um, yes. So that's why they can't participate in battle. Yeah. So, like, I think of it like... But, like, if an arrow's series... flying at you, they can, like, flick it. Right. So yeah. I think of it like if they are doing the death, <laughs> yeah. they are like a blind sight in the seers. Gotcha. So that's why it doesn't work. Mm. But if they use magic to like flick an arrow or have a hole appear or yeah. something like that. Gotcha. They just the can't seers go down and can actually start stabbing people. Right. Cause, okay. And then that defeats, that defeats the whole point of what their role is and i'll yeah. kind of get more into that too right, cool. but um so these are pretty powerful very not pretty these are very powerful abilities that they yeah. possess um but it is important to know that valkyries aren't gods they are part human and as a result they have human weakness so their major weakness is some good old-fashioned favoritism. Mm -hmm. Valkyries will use their powers to lash out against mortals they dislike and do everything they can to protect mortals they are fond over. And if their favoritism leads to romantic feelings, then jealousy or revenge can overtake a Valkyrie and will result in them ignoring Odin's orders and losing their powers. So that's kind of... <laughs> Odin's orders is such yeah. a hard thing to say. Odin's say orders, Odin's yeah. Order. <laughs> Odin's <laughs> orders. Also, oh. a hard thing to ignore is Odin's orders. They didn't make it much back then. God, could you imagine? Uh, Try not you, to. You'd have to drink a lot of wine constantly just to ignore yeah. it, which doesn't sound like a bad thing. Or worse. If you're of age, make sure you're of age. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so now that we know what they look like, know their personality, I want to tell a little bit about the history. So, Norse mythology and the legends of Valkyrie passed down orally for generations. It wasn't until 1000 to 1100 C when Christianity had converted the region and introduced literacy. So during the time, the myths about these warriors were written by those in the Christian era. So it is safe to assume that these legends that were passed down orally for generations were changed up a bit to line up with the Christianity views. So that's why I feel they have such a quote-unquote white godly appearance to them. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm because of that. So that's a really cool, that's a really great thing to keep in mind with how they evolved over time, like appearance-wise. Like they're still beautiful, powerful women, but there was definitely more added to the pot to make it feel more realistic than <laughs> like a Christian book from the thousand yeah. C? Thousand C, <laughs> yep. It's just weird to say a thousand C too. There's a lot of like little weird word parts in this yeah. from my brain. I get a little lag on it. Okay, so, um, da, 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 da. so this is also why the oldest written record of Valkyries from North cultures dates back to the 13th century. There are even some connections of Valkyrie to Germanic works during this time as well. And as time went on, illustrations of these battle beauties were found on runestones that date back to the 19th century. So. Since legends of these war heroines have been around so long, there are so many different versions from them around the world. This is the part where I try the names and I miss half of them. 
and it's fine because you guys know what I mean. So the first is from the Norse tales of the goddess Freya, the shieldman Lagita, the heroine Hervor, and the great Valkyrie Brynhild to the Celtic heroines such as Queen Mave, the Morgan, or <laughs> the Morgan, the Morgan, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> sure. <laughs> if I say it an octave deeper, I feel more confident <laughs> about it. <laughs> or even Celtic women that dressed as men to fight in war. The trade relations at the time between the Celtics and the Scandinavians blended this idea that women were also warriors and Valkyries were a symbol of beauty, brains, and bronze. So it's just like there's so much blending of this idea of what a Valkyrie is at the time, it connects to all of these different stories. Yeah. And I'll get a little bit more into it, but I will say a little fun historic fact is there is a story called the Swedish tale of Blenda of Smaland from 500 or like 750 C, which is about a woman who leads her village in killing an evading army of Danes after getting them all drunk. <laughs> So (laughs) the story was repeated throughout the 17th century and has many ties to Valkyrie because it is an amazing story. (laughs) (laughs) And I love Blenda of Smaland. So (laughs) that's all I could find on her and I love it so much. Now, I've been talking a lot about Valkyrie and I've only barely touched on Odin you, I felt, <laughs> barely touched on Odin. Well, now let's let's dive into this bad boy. Um, I can't make that not sound gay, so there we are. One of the <laughs> most important things to understand about Valkyrie is their connection to Odin. So Valkyrie are the god Odin's daughters, and they're typically referred to as Odin's maidens. They follow his orders and they're sent to the battlefield to slay only those worthy enough to have a place in Valhall. While in these battles, some will help Vala. That's totally totally what I said. Valhalla, yeah. Valhalla. Valhalla. (laughs) That's an important one. You're going to be saying it a lot. (laughs) Valhalla, I know. I see it like six times in my notes. And I I said it to myself, but that doesn't Uh mean that's that's not why you guys are here. So, Valhalla. (laughs) While in these battles, um, some will help guard the lives and ships of the humans they hold dear to them, and others will cause mischief and death to the warriors they don't favor. Some lore deviates from them being Odin's daughters, saying they're actually mortal humans, daughters of royal families, or great warriors that follow Odin's wishes, which allows them to earn the title of Valkyrie along with supernatural abilities. Because of this, it is hard to tell how powerful they are or what their godly status truly is. But they are powerful enough to influence the fate of warriors on the battlefield. And that's only with Odin's approval, of course. The the last one is the one I've always heard because it was like the male warriors were the ones who like went to Valhalla to be with Odin. And then like the shield maidens, if they were like powerful enough, are the ones that became the Valkyries. So, but it's interesting that there's more than one. Yeah, no, and I'll, yeah, there's, there's a few. I'll actually get into that. Like, 
Hold the shield maidens in the back of your brain, All just right. for like a I'm few holding. moments. <laughs> so, um, the fo uh, so Valkyries being followers of Odin, um, he had one request that they must all follow. And that was to bring the body of fallen warriors that were honorable and true to Valhalla. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Valhalla. Valhalla. If I say it like that, then if it's yeah, wrong, it's going to scream great. it like you're, like you're a Viking. Valhalla. Yeah. <laughs> so Odin's Hall, and this would prepare them for the Battle of Ragnarok. So if you look at this next slide, this is the beautiful Valhalla. So, this is one of the many places where souls of the dead were claimed and collected. It is imagined as a great hall where Valkyrie were ser would serve and care for the souls of true heroes. While doing so, this person named and Hiriminer, and Mihirner, I forgot. Yes, as good as mine. <laughs> That's where we're at. At an ear, that and here and there. here. How many times can I say that in a minute? Okay, that guy. <laughs> so the cook of the gods would prepare meals from the great beast Samir. <laughs> Sometimes I think that one's just Saramir. That one I know. <laughs> oh, this is great! Wow, There's a lot of random con consonants. For no reason. I know it's. <laughs> I'm really dancing with these words, and yeah. they're they're leading, but I'm not following. So yeah, sometimes this one's described as a boar, and there's this magical goat, which I'm not even going to try to pronounce, and it provides endless meat and regenerates itself. So this hall looks like a battle bros dream come true. The hall has a roof thatch with golden shields, spears for the rafters, and shiny coats of mail across its benches instead of hay for a cushion. The hall has 540 doors, and 800 men at once can march through the doors to battle. So they have to hit 800 men so they can all go through. And then the great heart, Ikathermaner, sure, that's what I'm going to go with, antlers, drip water into the spring that supplies clear and sweet, refreshing drinks for everyone. And on top of that, the Valkyrie are seen throughout helping care and heal the heroes for their next battle that awaits them. So we should do a full episode on Valhalla and Ragnarok because it's so badass. I know. Yeah. I was like, I the was door's like, how... not like 800 people. He, they don't need 800 people. It's the, it's the doors are so big that 800 people can walk through it at a time. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's like it's way a, different. It's a giant army. Like, it's every Viking that died in battle that was worthy is there. So it's oh. it's it's more than 800. Oh, that's so cool. He, I... Odin's building an army to fight in Ragnarok, which is, like, the end of the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's we'll so do a full cool. episode on it eventually. No, that's a that's a great topic. Cause like, I was looking at the stuff and I was like, how can I just do like a paragraph about Odin with Valkyries and yeah. Valkyries <laughs> with Val without going too deep into the other stuff yeah. and getting sidetracked? So there's the summary. But one day in the future, we'll talk about. It. Cause this, I love I love talking about Norse mythology, even though I can't pronounce yeah <laughs> any of the names. Apparently, it's so interesting. 
but that's okay. All right, now back, we're shifting back to 100% Valkyrie. So that was a little touch of what, the, who their boss is and their job. Okay, now we're going back to who they are as people. Right. So now that you know about possible origins, how they're connected, I wanna tell you how the Valkyrie has evolved over time. So at first, Valkyrie were no Wonder Woman. They were actually very menacing figures, AKA death demons. They would feast on the bodies of those murdered on the battlefield. They would carry the souls of anyone they came across, warrior or not, and drag them to the underworld afterlife. But soon, the development of Valhalla came into the picture and this changed the way people saw Valkyries. <laughs> so, like fairy godmother transforming Cinderella for the ball, these tormentor demons became the embodiment of both divine feminine beauty and masculine strength along with the ability to fight. The transformation of them to this more beautiful form resulted in many connections with different types of birds, specifically swans and ravens. This is due to their ability of second sight, divination, and to fly. Their association of the birds also linked directly to the Norse goddess Freya, who has a magical falcon cloak that enables the wearer to fly. So I want to take a little sippy sip of my water. In my little podcast mug, and I want to go right <laughs> back to this because I was being posh. Alright, so the legend of these warriors, as my voice cracks like a boy through puberty, we're doing great here. The legend of these warriors traveled the land, and it wasn't long till there seemed to be many different local warrior maidens similar to Valkyrie. So, in no particular order, here are some I found. So you're gonna pull the shield maidens back to the forefront just for a moment. Right, they're back in the front. So in Norse mythology, during the Viking Age, there were shield maidens. These women in the Norse would wear armor and a fight along with the men. It's also important to know that these shield maidens, like they were just mortal people. Like this wasn't like some like goddess from the sky. It was just like a title for a woman they saw equal in battle because they would fight with them. So that's just a little tangent with that. And then the next one is Norse mythology also linked them to Sayers who are known to predict the future destiny of children and are known to weave the fate of young heroes. And then third is the Northern Eurasia, is that right? I think Northern that's Eurasia. Yeah. Northern yeah. Eurasia. This, I'm I've gotten used to a lot of like German folklore, <laughs> so I'm used to pronouncing that stuff right. But everything else is still, <laughs> Lord have mercy. So there are many similarities to the spirit wives in that culture, and spirit wives would help protect their human husbands and battle hostile spirits on their behalfs. While doing this, they would help their husband with their journey through the underworld, protecting them and fighting for them. So from shield maids to sayers to spear wives, it's important to know that they are very similar, but they aren't actually Valkyrie. They are just enough connections to result in some confusion when you talk about them. So the best way to think about this is think about, we're talking about French Bulldogs and Boston Terriers. Both are dogs. Yeah. Both are very similar, very similar on the surface. But they are different. 
So that's very important to know. Because, like, you were saying shield maidens earlier, and they're so close. Like, they're so close, but they're not the same. Yeah. But, 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 there is another name for Valkyries, and that is the Wishing Girls. So not only do we have some beautiful warrior maidens that can fight, but we also have the ability to grant wishes. One reason they're called the Wishing Girls is because they faithfully obey all of Odin's wishes. The other reason is because of their ability to grant wishes of mortal men they favored and who were quote-unquote caught by them. Now, now I need a drink before I'm going to tell you what I'm going caught to tell you. like uh, Sigurd when he just said, mm, never mind, or... <laughs> <laughs> not 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 that way because like many of you out there you may be asking yourself hey kimmy what do you mean by caught well buckle up because this is folklore history and what's folklore history about a complete lack oh, of consent here we go again oh, oh, so quote unquote catching it's, it's the it's the uh what, what was the ones we did with like the reeds where was it nymphs <laughs> Oh, dryads. Yeah, dryads. Yeah, <laughs> man. There is we go. Number two. Absolutely no consent in this, and I am going to rage, and it will be fine. It's fine, because we should, because this wasn't okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love fairy tales, but God damn it. So catching, quote-unquote catching, took the form of a man, a creepy guy. I'm not even going to use the word man. They don't deserve it. A creepy guy hiding out and waiting for a Valkyrie to bathe in a stream or brook. Once she was bathing, the guy would steal her clothes and hide them. Then, for some damn reason, this would result in the Valkyrie falling under a spell in which she became his wife and the mother of his children. What? <laughs> so... Oh, it started fine. out sounding like some like '80s sitcom like plotline, <laughs> and then really, really went downhill. <laughs> it could have gone a lot of ways, yeah. and this wasn't the way anyone wanted it to not go. That, that, not, that was expected. Jeez. Oh, so now, if the Valkyrie does ever find her hidden clothes, she would vanish immediately because the spell would be lifted from her and she would realize who she was and her worth but if the man wants her he must go on a quest to find her so during this quest he is required to prove himself worthy by completing a few difficult tasks uh-huh. if he is able to prove himself worry worthy then not only will he win her back and i don't even think it's winning if he stole her in the first yeah. place but his status changes from man to hero. And the problem with all of that is that's not how it should work. <laughs> it sounded like uh, it sounded like Dobby for a second there. Like <laughs> <laughs> give a Valkyrie clothes and you're good to go, she's free. <laughs> Valkyrie or the do- the Dobby of Norse yeah. mythology. Is oh, that what we're getting? Yeah, here? how interesting. Jeez. So don't go steal women's clothes if they're bathing. They will not yeah. become your wife. They no. do not want yeah. your children. <laughs> this does not work anymore. Go to therapy. Anyway, yeah. so there's my problems with all that story, which is why 
I want to end now before I get too into it. So my closing statement. Um, in closing, the history of Valkyrie tells us that even with brains, bronze, beauty, and the power of Odin, Valkyries are no match for a human man that has stolen their heart. Whether that was done by being a heroic beefcake on the battlefield or being an absolute creep and stealing their clothes while they took a bath. So before jumping into battle, make sure you have the true art of an honorable hero and you may be lucky enough to catch the eye of one of these battle beauties. Ooh, and that's my little history. Okay, <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then... Well, uh, it's, on, yeah, on to our last segment, uh, Modern Takes with Ryan. Uh, this is a short one. I promise not to go on a 30-minute tangent like I did with Tim Allen's <laughs> The Santa Claus. Um, but it actually works out really well what I said because at the beginning of what you were saying, the changes over time, Valkyries like started out as these like terrifying death demons and then eventually got corrected to be like the Valkyries we know. But I feel like they've gotten overcorrected and oh. now in a lot of media they're seen as like healers or like i don't know mostly like like a healing figure which isn't necessarily what they are like they were they were warriors whose job was to pick people for battle um yeah i don't have a whole lot this week outside of the overcorrection that you see in media <laughs> like there you can tell valkyries were very like the whole package and hollywood was like you know maybe we should take away from this package and i feel that's where it comes into because they did become less like fighter warriors and have become more of like a healer personality for sure yeah all right, yeah, so that was a, our short segment of Modern Takes with Ryan. It's a lot shorter when I'm not heated about something. I, I think, for the most part, the modern depiction of Valkyries is pretty solid. So good job, modern humans. You're doing you're doing a great job. Yeah, it's... Because there's definitely the problems with the old tales. Because it's folklore, yeah. right? Yeah. But no, they did stay pretty true to like how Valkyries are now and how they're strong, beautiful, heroic women that can kick ass, which is really cool. I don't know. Is is Wonder Woman considered Valkyrie? I I, I don't think so. I know you you were saying you do, I but I think her. Wonder Woman is an Amazonian, which is different. Um, okay. Because My... Amazonians are that's a that's an entirely different culture, right? Like, right. Think, well, yeah, because that's Greek. Yeah, no, Wonder Woman's a Greek mythology. Okay. Yeah. That, that's what it is. I just, yeah. oh no, she's just to me. When I think of Valkyrie, I I think so much of Wonder Woman, but I grew I, up I think, I'm sure if you looked at the, like lore of the Amazonians, which we could probably do an episode on, I bet you there'd be a lot of overlap. Okay. In like story, I, like I can't confirm that, but they it seems like two cultures with similar, like goddess women, you know. I I can accept that. I like uh, that. Multiple powerful women throughout yeah, different. Yeah, but we'll cultures. do we'll do an episode on Amazonians in the future because I think it would be cool to see an overlap. Yeah, yeah. One one of our streamers like, no, Wonder Woman is an Amazon. Yep, yeah, Ryan, you're a yeah. thousand. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, "Thank you." That's I was I was pretty confident about that answer. 
Yeah. He All was right. like, I think it's Amazonian. And that was the confidence yeah. speaking. <laughs> so before right. we get to our alignment chart, you got some uh, you got some announcements, Kimmy? Oh my god, I got some announcements, everybody. Wow. wow. Um everyone, if you haven't noticed, if you're not watching the video, if you're not on our website, you know oh, we have a new album it. cover. You know, we have a new website design. What? A new newsletter. We've what? updated our Patreon. You guys should totally go check out our website. That's alluring.com. A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can see all these visual updates. We are super happy about them. Um, it's way more on brand. We're looking very spiffy. We have our campfire going. We have our cryptids around our campfire. And it took a lot of work, and we are very excited. I didn't think we'd be able to do it till the end of February. So yeah, here we are, first week of January. Hell yeah! And uh, if you can't tell by us talking to the chat, um, we're on YouTube now. We're live. Like if if you're listening to this not live, uh, you you missed it. But we are on YouTube. Um, so go check it out. It's alluring same thing um or you can find us on our website and subscribe um so how it's gonna work is we're gonna be live this week and then next week this episode will be out for the people that missed it but it'll be out saturday for our patreons hell yeah so patreons will still get early access to the video but whoever comes and stumbles upon our stream will definitely get to see things a week before which is pretty fun for all of you guys and then we get our planning stuff all scheduled out because yeah. full-time jobs Woo! shout out to andy and i'm gonna i hope i say this right lilac lilac for being our first two live stream watchers shout shouts out to you thank you guys we appreciate you so much we're we got we got streamers our first one so that's pretty neat <laughs> we appreciate you guys and then um, a final announcement, um, we just want to remind you all that if you haven't yet, go write a five-star review for us on iTunes today. Next week on our, well, not next week, next episode, I'll be telling you all about some giveaways we're doing in the future for a chance to win some handmade alluring goodies that we're going to draw the names of those who have written iTunes reviews. And... Justin, because I found it out 20 minutes before we started this episode, you can apparently give us a rating of five stars on Spotify now. So if you don't have iTunes, go give us a five-star review on Spotify today. Yes. Um, I'm not that. sure if they are written reviews. I think it's just a star review. But if they ever do written reviews, then I'll be able to do drawings with those too. So just kind of keep that in mind and say how much you like the show and all that fun stuff <laughs> all right it's our favorite time on to the alluring alignment chart on to the alluring alignment chart let's see what we did there there we go not too far off okay okay yeah. oh my well, goodness sorry <laughs> Smack. my dog well, smacked my desk again <laughs> Pablo is doing amazing. Yeah, he's head butter. He's doing his best, and that's all we could ever ask for. Hey, all right. Uh, you want to go first with your lawful good? Yeah. Um, I don't know. A hot, powerful woman that fights for justice, that's that's as good as it gets 
in my in my opinion. I don't do they see fight any for fault. justice though? Like they're they're just kind of Well, Odin's like the god of justice from the little I understood of the quick research I did. So if he's the symbol of justice and they follow him, then that's pretty safe to say they're they're as holy as it gets. Like that's the top that's the top of the holy peak. I'm gonna, you know I'm gonna I mean? d- disagree just a hair. Because nah. the whole yeah. Norse thing is, you know, your fate's already written and the Valkyries are just there, like, making sure it happens, you know? So I don't think they're necessarily good or evil. Because I'm sure there were some, mm-hmm. like, good, heroic people who were taken out in battle because Odin was like, I need that guy for Valhalla, you know? But. But this this is the thing. This is like this is going way more into like how people are. If you here's a great example. All of you that watch Attack on Titan, I know you guys that are into it have seen like all of it. And if you don't want spoilers, pause it, go finish <laughs> it, and then come back. Okay, <laughs> that was your opportunity yeah, to do it. We have spoiler territory ahead on the Attack on Titan. <laughs> I'm I'm really bad with names, but there's the two, there's the main male pr- protagonist, yeah. and then there's the other guy, and they're both fighting for their, like, city group, you know? Yeah. So, one isn't bad over yeah. the other one, but they're being just and true and good because they're following their leader that they think is right. You know what I that's mean? Fair. Yeah. So that's why I put them at lawful good. Like they aren't like, oh, Odin's do- doing this and it's wrong and I'm still going to follow him. Right? They're like, oh, Odin's telling me to interfere with this battle to kill this person and it doesn't seem wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I guess I guess I see where you're coming from. So that's why I put I put them peak. Plus they're hot. Yeah. So yeah, that I, automatically. I figured, I figured just because they were women, you were gonna put them a little more <laughs> to the right than me, no matter what. Um, but uh, yeah, let us know what you think, guys. Um, we love hearing ear alignments. <laughs> we love hearing how much they align, and I love all the people that support me blindly following every hot woman into battle. Thank you so much for your support. <laughs> I especially love it on social media when I post something like, she's hot, she's not evil, she's just misunderstood, and everyone agrees with me because it makes me feel justified. <laughs> so thank you guys, because you're right and I'm right, and that's all that matters. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're coming up on an hour, so let's let's end this. All right. What what's one of your takeaways from your story? Hmm, my takeaway is don't steal people's clothing to make them your wife. <laughs> okay. Um don't steal people's clothing to make them your wife mm-hmm. and battle battle babes are into you if you're a true hero. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I, I like that. All right. Well, Thank you so much, campers, for listening. This has been Alluring. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll catch you in the next episode. 
Bye. And that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. If you want more Alluring, go check out our website, Alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legend you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash alluring and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.